One evening, a parish priest was driving home. As he turned the corner into a street, he saw a parishioner outside the parish gate, walking back and forth, obviously looking for something. He would go to the pedestrian gate and scratch around and look at the, can the grass there. He'd go a few meters back and lift up papers to look underneath. Then he'd stagger back to the gate and do it all over again. The parish priest stopped to see if he could help. Apparently the man had lost his keys. Now the funny thing is, when he said that he was looking for his keys, he pointed down the road where it was all dark. The parish priest asked him why he was looking for the keys here instead of down there where he had lost them. Looking at him, he pointed up at the light and said, But Father, the light is better here. I think we can all be a little bit like that. We look in the wrong places for what we really want. The disciples are like that too. They look for Jesus in all the wrong places. Luke reports in his 24th chapter of a conversation between some of the followers of Jesus, what appears to be angels. The conversation concludes with the men saying to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. They were looking for Jesus and did not find him because they were looking in the wrong place. Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Again, in the Acts of the Apostles, we hear a conversation between the followers of Jesus and some angels. They said, Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking at the sky? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will return in the same way as you've seen him going into heaven. We look for Jesus where he is not. He is not among the dead and is not up there in the sky. So, where is he? In Portuguese, the response to the Lord be with you is not and with your spirit, as it is in the Latin and the English. In Portuguese, the response is, he is amongst us. I mean, that's really a wow moment. He is amongst us. The liturgy of the church can teach us such deep and profound theological truths. If only we had ears to hear. And so he is here now. And our brothers and sisters gathered in worship. He's in the fragile new babies, screaming their lungs out as I baptized them earlier this year. He's here in our youth when they ask difficult and challenging questions as they try to live good and authentic lives in today's world. He is here when people work to create a more just society for their children and their children's children. Christ is truly amongst us. 
There was once a church that had fallen on hard times. Mass attendance was down. People had stopped giving in the collection. They couldn't afford to repair the leaky church roof, so the church smelled damp and musty. Parishioners weren't very nice to each other either. They gossiped and spread rumors. It seemed as though everybody wanted to be a leader, but nobody wanted to serve. Young people didn't come to the church anymore because they didn't feel welcome. The parish priest was at his wit's end. He had no idea how to change things. And so finally, in desperation, he wrote to the bishop asking for help. The very next day, he received a response from the bishop. You couldn't really call it a letter because the bishop had only written one or two sentences. But wow, it was dynamite. The parish priest was so excited that he shared the letter with the PPC chairperson, who could also not believe her eyes. The PPC chair shared the exciting news with her sodality, but only after making them promise that they would not tell a single soul. I think you can guess what happened next. Slowly, word began to spread. Little groups of people would meet after Mass and talk with one another, looking over their shoulders at everybody else, and then return to their talking and their wondering. In the small Christian communities, it was a hot topic of discussion. Soon, things began to change. People were actually nice to each other, and they went out of their way to help. Somewhere along the way, a mystery donor had the stained glass windows of the church repaired. Instead of judging and criticizing each other, people were much kinder and gentler in what they said. The church became a place that people wanted to be at. The youth of the parish started coming back because they felt welcome and at home. And all this happened because of one small little letter. Well, let me tell you what it contained. I've been informed by His Holiness Pope Francis that Jesus Christ has decided to come to your parish and live as one of your parishioners for a short time. Please make him welcome. One little piece of news that changed everything. The lesson is that Jesus is not in some heaven far away. We don't have to travel to Rome or Jerusalem or Mecca or Maria to find him. He is here and he is amongst us. So brothers and sisters, let the church say Amen.